It's tough to decide who's more bewildered by the show starting when it does. Uh, sometimes it's Ash. Uh, sometimes it's me. It's almost always Rocky. Uh, sometimes who, um, it's the producer. <laughs> yeah, sometimes it's Mark going, I guess we're doing a show. Uh, what's right with Sam and Ash? News Talk 840 KXNT. Here we are. Tuesday morning. Sorry, yesterday we had some things happening here in the office. I actually had to uh, do some work preparing a case. We'll talk about that a little bit later. Give you guys a sneak peek. Um, Actually, it's going to be on the news tonight, so a newsworthy um, event coming up here at the office. So we'll give you guys, again, a little taste of that. What a tease. I know. It's a tease. It's a tease. Um, Tom Brady, speaking of teases, Tom Brady officially out, retired, donezo. Uh, Not too unsurprising. You know, he he definitely was uh, making some noise that he would be retiring after the season. I think, Ash, the thing that surprised me the most is that in his thank yous, he completely omitted New England. He didn't mention the Pats one time, didn't mention his coach, didn't mention the owner, no one. What do you make of that? You know, everyone on Twitter and social media is making a big stink about this. I'm not. He already thanked them. He left the New England Patriots organization two years ago. He said his goodbyes, his thank yous to everything Robert Kraft and the entire staff did for him during his tenure there. And then he went to a new organization. And so he he was saying goodbye to that organization. I don't Mm. know. It just doesn't feel very grateful. I I don't know. He's there pretty much his entire career. It's like he spent 10 minutes in Tampa. I mean, what what crafted for him, Belichick, I know that they had problems. Regardless, I'm a big gratitude person. I like, you know, I like when people, you know, it would have really killed him to say thank you. No, it wouldn't have. Uh, He thanked everyone else in their dog. He thanked his trainer. He thanked, you know, uh, even thanked his wife and kids. I'm kidding. I'm kidding on that point. But, no, it it surprised me that there was no mention of just, you know, and, and and my teammates at the Patriots, nothing. He did, I think, like a few hours ago, retweet basically what the New England Patriots put out saying, like, th- like it was the owner, Robert Kraft's statement on Tom Brady's retirement. New England tweeted that out, and Tom Brady, re- quote, tweeted it and said, thank you, Patriots Nation. I'm beyond grateful. Love you all. I mean, oh, I, look, okay. you don't okay. like came it. You're little, not came out a little late, kind of like Gavin Newsom. Putting out uh, some some social media stories. No, no, really. Did you see this on Instagram? He put out he put out photos of himself uh, wearing a mask. No, and, no, absolutely. It's like he 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 got the memo that he was a bad boy for not wearing a mask at the football game on Sunday. He of course got caught. He immediately said, "No, the fact that I'm not wearing a mask here with Magic Johnson and and I think he was there with Mayor Garcetti and some other you know." Poobahs, um, he said, look, I, I'm, it's not, it, it was, we took our masks off to take a photo. So then, of course, social media immediately, the sleuths out there, yeah. the patriots, immediately raised him another Pinocchio uh, <laughs> with photos, screen uh, grabs of him sitting in the box, in the suite over there at SoFi Stadium, obviously not masked, not eating, not doing anything but watching a football game. By the way, 
he is doing exactly what I would have done in his, not in his position, but in, in my position. If I had gone to the game and I was in a box with a bunch of people and we all agreed to take our masks off, big deal. Big freaking deal. The, the entire point of all this is that he is a massive hypocrite. Oh, I'm so, and by the end, you know what I'm loving about this, Ash? What? I'm loving all of my center left friends. Not, okay, not the diehard, you know, blue, deep blue guys, but like my, my middle of the road kind of squishy overall pandemic friendly people. Yes, we've got to each do our part and wear the mask, wear the mask. They are outraged. Uh, my friends on, on Instagram are all resharing this, th these stories and, and, and I'm, I'm actually surprised that a whole new wave of people have had it up to their gills. Yeah, I think a lot of those that you're mentioning, I'm friends with also. And it, one of the things that is an overlap is their parents. They've got kids that they watch yes. have to put masks on day in and day out. I was in Newport Beach over the weekend watching a bunch of kids on the beach wearing masks. And, and then to see uh, Gavin Newsom at SoFi Stadium enjoying a football game maskless when it's all he's doing, that's frustrating. I'm with you. I would have done the same thing. I think everyone in attendance of SoFi does the same thing. They walk in by the security people wearing their mask and then they immediately grab a beer and take it off and say, look, I'm actively quote unquote drinking. Uh, one thing, I was at my chiropractor earlier today and he made a great point. Uh, we actually now know two places where COVID doesn't exist. French Laundry and SoFi Stadium. That's a fact. It's scientifically it proven fact. Now, where it does exist is on my kid's playground. Actually, here in town on their playground, they don't have to wear a mask. But it exists in their auditorium that's enormous. And so even 10 students in there, COVID exists. So you got to put your mask on. It exists at Starbucks. It exists at our restaurants. Only when you're standing up, walking to your table and walking to the bathroom and whatnot. So... Uh, this, this, there's no folks. There's no more science behind this. There is no science. It is politics. It is power. Yep. It is. It, it is an it, effort to 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 micromanage our our lives with stupid rules that don't make any sense. And and friends, at, for, it's at, at, the, at this point, right? I I get it. You know, you, we want to comply. We want to be nice. We want to be sensitive to people and their fears right feelings <laughs> feelings but you, you know i i was so perplexed i was what was I? over christmas i was in california we have some friends that are from la went to dinner with them they're very you know covid concerned people but still they love to go out and eat and they said to me at this restaurant because it's in orange county where you know if you know southern california orange county is a little more freedom loving then LA and they said, oh my goodness, like no one here is wearing a mask in the restaurant. I go, well, what do you mean no one here is wearing a mask? And they said, well, because I wanted, I wanted to make an important point. And, and they go, they go, well, no, like the waiters and the waitresses, nobody's wearing a mask. I go, right, but nobody's wearing a mask sitting down either. Yeah. Like literally nobody in this room. So if you masked the 10 people that are standing at any given time, and left the 50 or so, 60, maybe, I, I'm bad at counting it, 70 people that are seated, unmasked. I mean, come on, it, it, what you're telling me makes zero sense. And so I'm, I'm 
on one part, I defend Gavin Newsom for removing his mask because what he did was ap- made absolutely sense to me. I would have done it. You would have done it. And so would 99% other people have done the same thing. Can we agree on one thing? Yeah. Gavin Newsom probably has the most punchable face in politics. Do you agree? Yes. Oh, my gosh, his smirk. I couldn't stand it. I was like, oh, terrible, terrible. He is so unlikable. Probably the only other person with a, with a less likable and more punchable face is Justin Trudeau in Canada, who, by the way, he's having a fantastically bad week, deserves every part of it. Have you been following this Freedom Truck for, Truckers uh, for Freedom rally that uh, – First converged on Ottawa, which is um, kind of a boring place in a, in a boring country, but uh, but is nonetheless the capital of Canada. Uh, and, then, and now they're blocking some of the truckers have branched off and are, are blocking some critical routes, trade routes into the U.S. Um, what I, now I'm curious because Ash, you probably haven't followed this as closely as some of us. Okay, be honest with me. What? What's your take on it? Like, what what have you heard kind of through the media? What's your, like, what's your kind of 10,000 foot, you know, take on this? So honestly, I've, I haven't followed it. I, I don't know. I just have seen a lot of the more and more conservative friends posting about it. Like, why are you not hearing about these truckers uh, in the media? And so I've kind of, and every time I'm ready to go to bed, I, I open it up and I fail to read the article. So I'm not, I'm not quite sure what Trudeau has or has not done in response to this, ra- this rally, I presume, that's he going on. He hid. He hid. Oh. His, his, so what's his going, security there's... services literally went and put him in an undisclosed location, fearing for the safety of him and his family. Um, he's hiding. He, they, the protesters wanted to meet with him. This is... A, a, you have to understand Canada has had – Canada does not have the Bill of Rights. Canada does not have the United States Constitution. As a consequence, during COVID, the, the, um, Trudeau's government – he's prime minister, so it's, a, you know, it's a, a little bit of a different system – but his majority uh, in, in parliament – has gone through, his government has gone through and really curtailed freedom in Canada to the point where even the Canadians have had it up to their gills. And by the way, there's two, there's, I think there's a few big misnomers about this, about this rally. One, the, there's talk of this being a bunch of racists diverging or converging on mm-hmm. the Capitol and, and causing trouble. This couldn't be further from the truth, and it offends me because, you know, I, I've been following this very closely. I have an uncle in Canada. I'm, I'm following this on, on, on some independent sites. For example, one really good one, folks, uh, if you get a chance, look at rebelnews.com. Rebel News, these, these people are fearless, and they're putting the word out there. There are – there is video after video after video. Tucker Carlson had one great one the other day where he showed – just what they did to somebody who was waving a Confederate flag in the crowd. The people were telling, were booing him. The protesters were booing him, telling him to go home. And by the way, Ash, he was the only guy in a full face mask waving a, a Confederate flag with a truck symbol on it in the middle of the crowd. Plant. Now, he's a plant. 
1,000%. Yep. And you know how you know? The One, mask. he's masked. <laughs> Two, none of, the, none, of the, none of the freedom protesters want anything to do with him. Yeah. They yeah, don't, it, yeah, they don't want to tolerate it. And it's one of the laziest ways to try and discredit a valid movement is try and throw in a few plants that have uh, an easy target, such as racism or anything like that, that's just very like fringy. And so I, that's exactly what it is. So, uh, yeah, and I'll say this, you know, if, if you follow the Glenn Gut, uh, Youngkin um, uh, gov- gubernatorial race in, uh, in, in Virginia, that's exactly what they did. Those they, those those tiki torch people with the Confederate flags, and uh, it was it was a plant. I mean, it was literally a a um, uh, basically a, a a kind of a, a way to undermine his campaign. And, and fortunately, it came to light. And and it for but for a few news cycles, it actually did cause damage to his campaign. This is this is how they operate, folks. And and, and so I'll get to the other thing because I think this is fascinating. I think it's. I think it's relevant to us here in Vegas, us here in Nevada, us here in the U.S., that people around the world, even in places where you normally wouldn't suspect it, have had it, have had it with all this nonsense COVID, you know, mandates and rules and restrictions and an erosion of civil liberties. We're told what to do, how to do it, when to do it. We've got businesses being cowed into, into following crazy rules. I wouldn't. You know, they talk about people leaving food stores. I, I wouldn't want to be a waiter and on my feet all day long and have a mask on. Give me a break. What a joke. Okay. Speaking of bricks. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of, give me a break. Mark's like yelling at me. Get break, break, break. Sam and Ash, what's right here on News Talk 840 KXNT. Sam and Ash Injury Law has been named the official injury attorneys of the Henderson Silver Knights. Sam and Ash Injury Law, they care, they help, you win. 702-820-1234 or SamandAshLaw.com because you deserve what's right. What's right with Sam and Ash here on News Talk 840 KXNT, always this time in the afternoon, Monday through Friday, 2 to 3 p.m., here for your listening pleasure and edification and entertainment. All of that is what we provide. Uh, If you miss any portion of the show, Ash, where do people go? Apple Podcasts or Spotify and search What's Right with Sam and Ash and click subscribe, follow, all that good stuff so you can catch missed episodes and re-listen to your favorites. Can I say how annoying Apple Podcasts can be, the app, um, following episodes? Uh, you know, I, I feel like they're always playing in the wrong order that I I, oh, I want them to play. And there's I a agree. setting that I, I finally got to it I because whenever I'm going to it, I'm in the car. So I can't deal with it when I'm driving. So I was at home and I had a little time and I went through and there's a setting inside each individual podcast that you have in your library. So if you like take I'm, what's right with Sam and Ash, add it to your library, you're subscribed, you get, you know, you get the little, little notifications that there's a new episode that dropped um, usually a couple hours after, after the end of airtime here. And oh. you can set the order newest to oldest, oldest to newest. I think it defaults to newest to oldest, but if you have a podcast like you wanna go back in time, let's say, and say, wow, this is a great show. Sam and Ash, I wanna listen to you guys maybe catch what you had to say, you know, two weeks ago. Um, 
then then you you could go all the students and then it'll then it'll immediately when you're finished with one episode it'll go to the next episode um, in order in chronological order does that make sense yeah i've actually been very frustrated with that so i'm glad you found that setting i used to always play my podcast and i'd get annoyed because they would go newest to oldest and i was always wanting to go in order like go back the three weeks that i've missed and then just play them through so thank you for figuring that out i love it i'm, I'm really excited to yeah. utilize that now i think a lot of people especially like podcasts where they're you know where they're multi you know like a you have to listen to them in order how frustrating it is it to listen to them backwards it's it's yeah. not yeah anyhow you were asking me during the break what um what this whole trucking rally in Canada was all about, yeah, I, like what? the purpose of it, like, and so it started. It's morphed. Is is the short answer? Okay. It started as truckers being upset that in order to cross the border there would be a vaccine mandate. Okay, so there. So in other words, most truckers, my understanding, a lot of truckers in Canada have to cross the U.S. border because that's a a, a major trade route. And they were they were furious that there was a, a, a vaccine mandate in place for anyone crossing uh, back into Canada. So mm -hmm. they staged a protest, and that's how this thing started out. The, the thing that occurred that isn't being reported anywhere in mainstream media, and frankly, even I think even Fox hasn't quite caught on to it, is that regular people came out to support them. What's occurring in Canada really is a peaceful revolution. And, it, and it, I'm not saying they're going to overthrow, succeed in overthrowing the government. No, but there are it, it is now people that are absolutely furious with all the rules, regulations, kids not in school, masks, vaccine mandates, all the they're they are they they are just absolutely fed up. Protesters have been, you know, there's, for example, there's there's one province that ar that arrests anti-COVID protesters, and and you'll hear in the media, oh, this is nonsense, it doesn't happen. It, it, they've had pastors and church leaders arrested for holding religious services, and I'm not talking back in April of 2020. I'm saying now, in the last few months, it's still going on. I mean, it sounds like this is the first time. Can Canadians have like kind of spoken out on COVID and the restrictions. This is the first time I'm hearing it. I mean, this must be the most. No, they're yeah. I think I think they've they've been. They've just had the protests enough. have always been easy to bundle up and and send away. And remember, the other part of it is that Canada truly has a, a, a governmental monopoly on on the news media. So you have just a handful of broadcasters. And and radio stations, well, the radio stations don't get picked up, but broadcasters that are, you know, th that that essentially are very favorable to the government position, and and are certainly left wing, and so that with without an, a kind of an independent media outlet other than Rebel News and a few others, they are left with you know with with a limited you know with a, with really a limited way to get the word out. And we're the other problem with America is we're just not that interested in Canada. Yeah, <laughs> so that's this fair. hasn't. Yeah. So so I think, but but I I definitely sense that talking to people, you know, in town, I'm be at the coffee shop, at dinner, whatever, and I'm and I go, well, what about that Canada thing? And 
people don't know what it is. They don't understand it. And they think it's a bunch of, you know, redneck racists out there, you know, and with Confederate flags when it seems that's a, you know, again, do you judge BLM based on a handful of protesters that went and burned down a police station? Do you judge any protest based on a you know, fringe element? You don't. It's not fair. It's not right. So that, that's that's the gist of it. It's very promising that Canada is getting on its feet, and we, we need to get on our feet a little bit more, too. All right. We come back. Been some updates to the um, Spotify controversy with Joe Rogan. Interesting stuff. My take and Ash's take on his apology. Question yeah. mark? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think we need to talk about that. What's right with Sam and Ash? Here on News Talk 840 KXNT. We'll be back right after this. Comfortable and confident is how Sam and Ash injury law clients feel after the very first call. Comfortable knowing they have decades of personal injury experience. Confident there's reputation and trust to resolve cases and to do what's right. Sam and Ash injury law offers platinum legal service to anyone who contacts them. Quality matters. Integrity matters. Who you hire to protect and represent you matters. If you've been hurt in an accident, choose Sam and Ash injury law. 702-820-1234 or salmonashlaw.com because you deserve what's right. Good afternoon and welcome to the show. Bottom of the two o'clock hour, you found us. What's right with Sam and Ash here on News Talk 840 KXNT. Yes, by the way, bad news, Vegas. Uh, Those of you who thought you'd be seeing Adele, as we've reported time and time again, not looking good. In fact, now it seems it ain't going to happen. There's some rumors. They're rumors. Now they're rumors. I think there's a lot of truth to this. Our good friend Scott Robin following the story. Uh, he's not with us today, but I can, I, Ash, I, I don't think it's going to happen. I, you know, it's not going to happen. I, he he's posted- a mess. This woman is a mess. And what, what a letdown. Look, it's not just a letdown for the people that bought tickets, which, of course, my heart goes out to, especially those people who flew in from far away or on the plane, you know, committed, booked, locked, loaded, ready to go when she canceled the show. But I feel bad for all the people who had jobs lined up for whom for, for the, you know, the hotels, the restaurants, the the small business owners that were providing transportation to people. The, 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 the trickle down effect we were talking during the break about what kind of money, the staggering sum. Mark, the producer, he thinks it's billions, but I don't know, uh, probably not billions. Uh, some people are circulating the hundred fifty million dollar number. And Scott Robin, Vital Vegas, he's saying it's it's likely more. And, and that's the truth is, it's so much lost hotel revenue. And so that also is lost tax income revenue to the county and to the state. And that affects everything from roads to education. So this is this one person, one emotionally unstable person who can't follow up on a promise, right? On a commitment. Yeah, so can throw so many lives in turmoil. I'm getting off my soapbox. <laughs> Thank you. So yeah, I, I saw this tweet. It's like my morning newspaper is going on Twitter and scrolling. And Vital Vegas, Scott Robin, good friend of the show, he tweeted that industry sources believe the residency is done at Caesar's Palace. And some of the things he says is the sound system that 
Adele and her team insisted on is being taken out of the theater and the original equipment's being reinstalled. Um, and then he also indicates that Adele might be picked up by Park MGM, the Dolby Live Theater, or Results, Resorts World, but does not think she'll return to Caesar's Palace. And then another thing was, apparently he follows up and says she was originally set to sign with MGM toward Park MGM, all of that was about to be finalized and then she ghosted them. And so who knows, it could be a blessing in disguise for MGM, who knows, but it's wow. a sad thing for our economy. Like you said, the trickle down effect and of the impact of it. And apparently she's still making a fortune because she has a bunch of branded wine and merch that is being sold from this tour that's never going to happen. And it'll probably all in the resale market become more valuable because that's how things work when an event doesn't happen. But fascinating. I, no, I wouldn't. Be, no, what? it can't be. I mean, Oh, I, by the way, so I think there's a huge, let, let's get into the law of this, yeah, right? The legal That's take. what I was going, yeah. I mean, what do you, where do you think this goes? Well, I, I, I think she potentially faces a huge lawsuit from Caesars based Absolutely. on everything. I, I think Caesars is going to try and recoup all of the money and investment dollars they've put into advertising and marketing this, um, this uh, stay with their, their theater and, I don't, I, she's, her legal team, of course, will say they failed to perform, failed to deliver a, a theater that was suitable for the show as promised, but I think that's going to unravel and it's going to turn out that she was unreasonable and frustrated all efforts for them to put forth a show. 100%. By the way, when, when you, you see news like Caesars begins to remove the stage, taking down things, moving it out of the building what they're doing they're doing they're they're following actually the advice of their attorneys that may, may be also make business sense mm -hmm. but you know the business office depending on how how talks have broken down or haven't broken down to what extent they have uh, the business office may be holding out hope but the legal team they're telling them you have a duty to mitigate and we tell our clients this all the time if you have an injury you can't just sit there and be injured if you've got an injury you need to take affirmative steps toward making yourself better and here the affirmative steps that caesars has to take is begin prepping for another revenue generating show because what they will sue her for right is her failure to perform under the contract and the resulting damages less whatever they were able to recuperate with another show now they give me a third string performer somebody i now we're being it's going to be mean to say this but i don't oh, know who's a nickelback. terrible performer <laughs> <laughs> how mean okay let's say nickelback um let's say it's a cover band of nickelback if caesars can show that they've made a good faith effort to put something in there to recover their revenue and instead of face value $400 a ticket they're now charging $10 a ticket the the difference there is what they're entitled to recover and but they have to do something they can't just let the space sit there and be vacant and so it's it's interesting when you look at the news this is why I think our show's kind of fun because we look at the news through a legal lens that's what's going on behind the scenes I can I mean, I think we can all but vouch for that, can't we? 
Yeah, exactly. I mean, we see things happening and we know what's really going on. We know when we see things, (laughs) speakers are getting moved out. We know why they're getting moved out because Caesars needs to. They need to either sell those back to whoever they bought them from to get that money back and then also put everything back to how it was and fill the theater with a, an act that it can recoup its damages and losses and, and mitigate everything. And they so, need to call Jay Owen House. They need to get Jay Owen House on the horn, say, bring your tigers. We were ready to do tigers on the strip. And you know, sit down the, uh, the, county, the county officials and say, listen, guys, we, we're in the hole here. Billions, according to the Sam and Ash program. So we need to br- we need to bring something in here. People are actually going to go see, uh, and then whoever set this uh, this show up to begin with uh, needs to be fed to the tigers. No, I'm kidding on that part. All right. <laughs> um, okay, I guess you're not buying that as a great I, plan. I think um, I would. Go I didn't know who he was at first, and then Jay Owen has the, uh, the the failed the failed tiger show person. Uh, all right, let's put that on your LinkedIn profile. Uh, well, there's I, a. I was going to bring up Vital Vegas is circling back on our timely rerun yesterday. He just tweeted 10 minutes ago about the employee that was forced to repay money stolen during a robbery. So he's did he? That. Yeah. What did he say? I haven't seen it yet. Well, he quote tweeted um, someone else, a Las Vegas bartender robbed at gunpoint who said he was forced to pay back the $3,937.35 that was stolen before he was fired yeah. has. Yeah, yeah. no, I yeah. understand. I want to get to this after the break, though. Okay, we'll tease yeah, it. I want to do this. I, I want to get after this break, and I quickly just want to touch on this this uh, Joe Rogan controversy. Not a lot of detail I want to give on it. My, my 10 cents on it is that he made a terrible mistake by apologizing. I watched the video several times. To me, it sounded a lot like an apology. Joe Rogan has nothing to apologize for. He's a guy that sometimes I agree with, sometimes I don't. Sometimes he says really stupid things that I, I totally disagree with. His take on drug use, for example, I, I, I'm not into it. But here's the thing. He has a show where he brings people on, and these are not Kokomo Jokomos. He brings people on who have credentials, who are interesting, who have done something cool in life, and he has a conversation with them. There need to be more Joe Rogans out there than there currently are because you don't find it, certainly don't find it on cable news, Fox, CNN, or elsewhere. You know, it's he has nothing to apologize for. The minute you begin apologizing, and it started actually with the Spotify CEO who came out and was like, well, you know, we're keeping Joe Rogan, but we're definitely concerned and we have some limits here at Spotify. Pal, you're missing the point. You had an opportunity to stand up and say, you know, if you don't like this, take a hike. And people are pulling stuff out that some of these people that are protesting, who, who was the first guy? Who was the first singer? that Neil Young. Neil Young, yeah. They pulled out him using all sorts of offensive language, using the F word to describe gay people. I mean, this guy, you know, it's not like he, you, you go in, into people's past, especially old dude like that, go into his past, you're going to find stuff that, that ain't, ain't good. Um, you know, you can you can find all sorts of reasons to be offended and, and outraged. You're just giving in to the loonies and letting people, letting people, <laughs> force editorial 
decisions on companies is is outrageous. This is an opportunity right now to say no. You don't want to be on Spotify, don't be on Spotify. You don't want a subscription, don't have a subscription, fine. But literally, Joe Rogan has more listeners per episode than if you took like Acosta's show on CNN, like a major primetime show on CNN, he has like 40 times the listeners on a daily basis than they have viewers to give you an amount, uh, you know, a perspective on how many people listen. So that's, I don't know, that's my, my, my take on it. I agree. I mean, I listened to the however many minute long quote apology it was or response it was. And um, I thought he, he just, he kept talking and he should have stopped. He, some of the greatest things that he said, he was like, when he explained how the podcast started, it was just him talking to a bunch of his friends, having a conversation, and then more people wanted on the show. And he's like, oh, that's interesting. They're interesting. Yeah, I'll talk to them. Okay, I want to hear what that person who just wrote that interesting book has to say. And he's he says in his response, he goes, I'm interested in um, conversations with people. I'm interested in telling the truth, interested in finding out what the truth is, and I'm interested in having interesting conversations with people who have differing opinions. He's not interested in only talking to people with one perspective. I think he should have ended the whole thing right there. After that is when he gets into the whole agreement with Spotify to add a disclaimer, et cetera, and he should have ended. Yeah, it was weak, and and it was a missed opportunity, a failure to take a stand on this, and it actually could have been his best and finest moment for him, for the company and for anybody else who wanted to, you know, wanted to be in a position to be brave. But uh, brave people, you know, uh, are hard to come by these days. Uh, you have them in Canada, though, right now. So <laughs> there's that. All right. More on this news story with uh, Vital Vegas and uh, a gentleman who was robbed at gunpoint. And we had him on the show a few months ago. Uh, robbed at gunpoint, and then his employer asked, no, demanded that he pay the money back. Yes, pay the money back from the robbery. Insane. More on that when we come back. There's an update. What's right with Sam and Ash? News Talk 840, KXNT. Hi, what's right with Sam and Ash? Here on News Talk 840, KXNT. So as we mentioned just before the break, there is a gentleman uh, that we now represent. His name is Edward Parker. Now, Edward, uh, we had him on the show a few months ago when when news of this broke. Uh, He was working for a tavern uh, here in town, uh, an office, a a place called um, uh, the Lodge at Hualapai. Now, the Lodge, they operate a number of different locations around town. And I'll tell you, the, the more we, we spoke to him and, and got to hear his story, the more outrageous uh, the pattern of conduct by this particular employer became uh, became clear to us. So he, basically what occurred is he got robbed at gunpoint beginning of December in 2020. This is around the time, by the way, that uh, we're coming out of COVID. Not a lot of people are out and about shopping uh, going to going to establishments, gambling, and you know, just people are starting to get out. Um, jobs are hard hard to come by. He's got a good job. He wants to keep it. He gets robbed, no fault of his right at all. Uh, and immediately following the uh, the robbery, within a couple hours, maybe three hours tops, the owner 
and GM of the of the business call him in and put a piece of paper in front of him. And on it it said, you know, I I you know, I've been careless, which is nonsense and I, and now I'm I uh, understand I need to repay this money in a lump sum or in you know, equal payments of $300. And they go basically you get to keep your job and sign this paper or you get fired right now. And he in that moment signed the piece of paper and he repaid all the money and then after he's done repaying they fire him it's the most outrageous thing i've i've ever heard i know you and i were incensed when we first saw this we've continued to be incensed as we've rolled up our sleeves to work on this so we're, we're partnering with another attorney here in town that is a good friend of ours amanda brookheiser and um and i think we'll have her on the on the show maybe a little later this week possibly even tomorrow Ash, we mentioned having her here with us to go through the case. But I just want to, for me, this case, and I know for you too, Ash, there are so many hardworking men and women in this town who go and deal with all the BS of bad tippers, of rude patrons, who interface with customers, who welcome our tourists. They're the backbone of our, of our, of Southern Nevada, right? Mm -hmm. And you know, and if you, you work in hospitality, you work in food service, you know, you deserve better than this. And Edward would be the first to say this is bigger than just him. This is about every person who works in hospitality in this town who deserves to have somebody on their side. So we're, you know, we're, we're, we're fed up and it's not really about the money anymore. It's, it's about doing what's right and seeing that this company really change its behavior and start treating people with some decency. Uh, so we're, 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 the lawsuit was filed um, officially a few minutes ago or just right before we went on air uh, today. And it's why we had to take a little time off yesterday because we're getting everything ready. Uh, so pardon the rerun. Uh, sometimes <laughs> we've got work to do. So we worked on that, got that ready. It's, it's been filed. And tonight, I, I believe tonight I'll be on the news on Channel 8 uh, talking about the suit. Edward will be talking about the suit. You'll hear from Amanda uh, she'll be talking about it too, and um, and so tune in to Channel Eight uh, at six p.m. Uh, we should be on there, uh, provided everything goes according to plan. Oh, it's great! I'm so happy that we can get him through this. Uh, what he, what what his employer did to him is absolutely unreal. So so happy to hear about this and that it's moving forward. Sam, are you ready? Oh, it's Sammy on the spot. Okay, I know. We'd like that a whole show. It's going so fast. I know, I know. So today's uh, article is a dog was rescued from drowning after uh, a sausage was dangled from a drone. Yep, a Jack Russell Terrier had slipped its lead and was on the run for several days and the uh, rescue crew had located him in a marshy area and they it required a drone dangling a sausage to lure the little Jack Russell away from the water so he didn't get uh, swept into sea by the high tide. Was it a drone with a sausage or a drone with a sausage dog? Sausage. I, there's this a could photo. Be a great, this could be a great way for Rocky to get to work. <laughs> you know, you could just drone him in, you know, on days that you're working from home. Um, you could just send Rocky on his own, just have him a drone Uber to the, uh, to the office. We have an outdoor terrace here in our beautiful downtown office. Uh, so the downtown off, the, it could be like a little heliport for him. Oh, my gosh. And then just the visual of him running over to the door, scratching to be let in. That's I funny. love, yeah, I love, yeah, it's like, ding dong, I'm here. 
I love the story. What I ingenuity. Know. I know. They 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 had a drone watching him and they were like, we don't know how to get lure him back away from the water. And so fun, they just took some string and a cooked sausage and uh, lured the dog uh, back to safety. I love it. I thought it was fabulous. It was a smart, you know, those rescue efforts, they're not perfect and you got to improvise and deal with what uh, situation you're given and here. Uh, they had to figure out what the dog would um, what, what the dog would respond to. Now, Sam, if it was you, if you're out on the marshy land, what are they going to have to dangle to lure you back? Obviously, a gin martini. Uh, so it has <laughs> whoever's operating the drone uh, needs to be extra good with their hands. Uh, a nice uh, gin martini, lemon twist, straight up. Uh, thank you very much. I will. Um, I'll jump out of any marsh for that specific gin are we looking for or at that uh, point anything I, just any any nice you know any nice uh, gin i got made fun of the other day for saying kind of botanical forward gin uh or botanically forward gin somebody made fun of me for that um yeah probably one of the most pretentious things i've ever said in my life it's not and that's saying something so yes <laughs> that would be my that would be my weenie dangling from a drone for Good sure. No. All right. Well, if you ever go missing, I'll tell them. Everyone, <laughs> everyone, put a gin martini in your hand, and he'll come out wherever he's hiding. Here, Sammy, Sammy. Here. <laughs> yeah. All right. I'm picturing it. All right. Okay. They're they're cutting us off now. All right. You're listening to What's Right with Sam and Ash here every weekday from two to three p.m. Our pleasure to be with you. If you missed any portion of the program, go on Apple Podcasts or Spotify until they cancel us, and uh, go there follow us, get the shows, go back in time, and we'll see you here tomorrow, Wednesday. Uh, have a great one. Bye.